Hello and a welcome to this edition of the New Vision Podcast. Richard Wetaya is my name. And so the story that still remains on the news front burner and is still baffling many across the globe is Donald Trump's unwillingness to concede defeat to Joe Biden in the U.S. So what we now know for sure is that an election loss is not, after all, a bitter pill to swallow for disgruntled African politicians only. As it seems, some unorthodox politicians, or should I call them businessmen turned politicians from the U.S., the world's beacon of democracy, can also predispose to what I call the African contested election or the election rejection syndrome. In Africa, it's known that politicians who lose elections rarely concede defeat. And it's not out of the ordinary to hear them making unfounded claims of widespread election fraud even when they lost fair and square like Trump has. I should however point out that not many presidential elections in Africa are free and fair, meaning the outcomes are not often the will of the people. In Africa, you will be hard-pressed to find evidence of free and fair elections, and I say that without a fear of contradiction. As global citizens, we are living in very interesting times. Times when men of influence like Donald Trump, who some time back disparagingly referred to African nations as asshole nations, is ironically acting like an authoritarian president from one of those nations. Trump is now acting like he stole a page from our, one of our, the third world's authoritarian president's handbook. Absolute power has through the years corrupted many third world presidents. Perhaps it has now corrupted Trump too. In the US, there is now a widespread sense that Trump's allegations of election fraud are undermining democracy and confidence in the American electoral system. But by all accounts, it doesn't seem to be any of his or his supporters' concern now. It just doesn't seem like Trump is about to back down and accept defeat yet. Looks like from now until January when Biden is supposed to take over, Trump and his hatchet man and his best will continue to live under the illusion that he won the election. But who knows, maybe the Trump legal team has some strong yet to be shown evidence of election fraud up their sleeves. The Donald Trump horror show is what veteran Ugandan journalist Charles Onyango Obo has called what's going on in the US in one of his tweets. Seems more like a movie to me. On Sunday, uh, the 15th of November, Trump acknowledged for the first time in one of his tweets that Biden won, but he made it unequivocal that he was not conceding. By refusing to acknowledge defeat, Trump and his team are, in my estimation, not only chasing rainbows, they are going against the American grain and living in denial like that Dennis the Menace character.
Despite his continuous allegations of election fraud, top cyber security officials and some officials from the Federal Electoral Commission maintained that the election was devoid of fraud and was one of the most secure in recent U.S. history. And uh, just some weeks earlier, as election officials were telling the votes, Trump put the cat before the horse by unlawfully proclaiming himself the winner. Classic authoritarian president shenanigans, if you ask me. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. We already have one. So I just want to thank In the first week of November, Republican political strategist and founder of Republicans Against Trump, Sarah Longwell, told Time.com that Trump was defeated on account of his failure to connect on the thing that voters most cared about which was the coronavirus. Trump found himself in the crosshairs of many Americans for downplaying the virus and mocking it as a media conspiracy, yet people were dying in huge numbers. The bad politics experience from Trump's reign in the US makes it the more urgent now to refer to the writings of people like 19th century Portuguese writer Jose Maria de Queiroz. De Queiroz proclaimed that politicians and diapers have one thing in common. They should both be changed regularly and for the same reason. Thank you for plugging in and listening to this edition of the New Vision Podcast. You can find more podcasts on the New Vision Wave page at www.newvision.co.ug.